Welcome from the Music City Center, Nashville, Tennessee. We're here at the EMS World Expo, the largest EMS dedicated event in the world. This is EMS World Presents Stories from Expo. Your story continues here. Hello, we're here in EMS World Expo in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, this is the EMS Garage podcast slash the EMS World podcast. And I am here with... Mike Shoulders. Mike Shoulders. Um, you have an interesting take or a, or a new take on flipped classrooms? What is? Yeah, I wouldn't call it really new. Um, JBL and uh, the um, Pre-Hospital Care Research Forum have been working you know, really hard uh, for the past couple of years on developing the flipped classroom for public service EMS professionals. They okay. just finished up uh, the EMT curriculum um, last year, finally got it rolled out, and have had some really good success with that. So what, what is the flipped so classroom? imagine, you said you're a paramedic, and have you ever had been in a lecture where it's just a death by PowerPoint? Yeah, oh sure. Yeah, and we all hate those, right? <laughs> oh yeah. So how much do you think you're gonna learn from that? Oh, I, I, I don't learn a whole lot when I'm sleeping. Right, yeah, so if you're sitting there <laughs> snoring and we're gonna look at nasaling you, you know, we gotta think yeah. about how can we get the students back in the classroom? and at the same time give the classroom back to the instructors because as instructors um, it's there's nothing more frustrating than to have it to sit there and spoon feed the students the information that they already have in the book so the flipped classroom design is meant to use the technology um, where we can let, let them do like interactive lectures at home okay and then when they come to the class their lectures are their homework when they come to the class we're doing activities psychomotor skills, things to actually reinforce the learning that they did at home. Okay, so you're not like flipping roles, so to speak. You're flipping almost the traditional lecture than homework. It's going to be that, that putting it into practice isn't on your own at home. That's where you learn it. You put it into practice with people who can actually... That's right, because I mean, historically, okay. what do you really retain? I mean, if you're looking at statistics, what do you retain from a lecture when you're just sitting there and you are snoring watching the back of your eyelids. Yeah, yeah. It's very minimal, you know, five, ten percent. Right. Where if we let them do that part at home, yeah. where we have that really low retention rate, and we get them in the classroom where we have a higher retention rate with the psychomotor skills, you hit all three of your learning domains, and you really have, you get the butts out of the seats. Yep. And it can be something as simple as some flashcards or arranging some, uh, the airway anatomy and having them race. Uh, the product has a thing called a skeleton race in it where it's uh, students would lay down, draw out themselves as a, uh, on a piece of paper just like you would if you know a crime scene, yeah. then draw the bones on, cut them out, and then they have to race to get their skeleton put together the fastest. Okay. So, you know, it's that interactive learning. Yeah. Yeah, so, and you, your retention rate is just so much better. We've seen a lot of good uh, data come out of. So you've been working to uh, implement this for EMT Yes, sir. And do you have any data support? Does it? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We do have some data. If you'll come by booth or the poster number 39, yeah. this, uh, it'll be up, and we can talk all kinds of numbers and things like that. Oh, sure. I, I, I look forward to that. Um, what's the next step? Implement for paramedic or? Implement for paramedic, polish uh, EMT, um, and I mean, there's high schools across the country right now that are, that are doing this as well. They're trying to take their schools back. Uh, one 
uh, high school in Detroit uh, was one of the lowest performing in the state. Okay. Um, a progressive, innovative thinker came in and said, let's try this. The students love it. Mm -hmm. They have the ability to listen to like a podcast style lecture on their phones on their way to school, on their smart devices. Um, the school has computer labs where the students can go in after school, before school, do the same thing. And that way when they're in class, you're actually interacting with the students. You're able to help the ones that are struggling. The ones who aren't struggling are doing everything. And at the same time, when we say flipped classroom, yeah, the student does kind of become the teacher as well. Because the people that actually obtain the information, they're able to say, well, this is why I understand this as well. And so you're, you're an educator, you're making sure that everything is flowing well in that classroom, and you're also just almost facilitating that learning because you've developed the skills, you've developed the activities, and now you're letting them do the activities. And who would you rather learn from? Your buddy that you've gone through paramedic class with because he kind of thinks the same way you do, or yeah. somebody like me who's, you know, maybe my learning style is not different or not the same as yours. Sure. And I, and you know, uh, somebody who knows you on a personal level might know how you're going to uh, absorb that information better. That's right. Better. That's so exactly I, right. Yeah. So that, that's very, that's very cool. So what's your background anyway? What it, are you an educator I, uh, first or? No, no sir. I was a, I've been a firefighter paramedic for over 20 years. Okay. And um, so you said you've been a paramedic for about 10 years, right? Yep, now you're yep. in the QI role? Yes. So when you've been out on the trucks and you get somebody new, do you ever look around and go, there has to be a better way? We have to figure out something yeah. because they're not coming uh, to the street with those necessary skills. So another part of uh, the flipped classroom is like in our program, we use BizDAP as well. Mm -hmm. And we started using the unit exams and skills tracker. So just like paramedics have to create a skills portfolio, yep. REMTs do as well. Oh, perfect. So they're having to do, it's approximately 255 skills successfully before they graduate the program. And it's not just teaching them the state, state or registry skill sheets. We teach them how to put a stretcher into an ambulance, how to take a blood pressure in the back of a truck while it's moving, things like that, how to use a stair chair. Things that when they come out, most of the time you're, you've got students and you've got new employees who are going, hmm, they showed it to us in class, but we really never did anything because it wasn't on those skill sheets for mm -hmm. the state or registry exam. Oh, yeah. So, um, not only do the students, we're preparing the students to be more successful in their career, but we're also taking care of our other customers as educators, which would be the future employers, because we're, we can provide a better product utilizing technology in the flipped classroom method. So is this something you're selling? Are you selling a product or are you just promoting a process? Jones and Bartlett has a packaged product. Okay. And it, it is phenomenal. They're starting to work on the paramedic. There's talk about fire, but this can be implemented in any public service yeah. um, profession. If you look at the jobs that we do, most of them are very, very tactile. They're hands-on. And most of our uh, the crowd that we draw, 
they're hands on. They okay. want to be hands on. They yeah, don't oh, yeah. want to be sitting here listening to us, you know, talk. They want to get their hands on things and they're going to learn. Um, so I would say both. Um, because Jones and Bartlett and uh, the public safety group with UCLA and the uh, Pre-Optimal Care Research Forum, mm -hmm. they have stepped up and really said, you know, let's find this, let's figure this out. And then allowed us to ask those tough questions and get in and just really look and see how we, we could implement something like this to improve the overall outcome of everyone. Well, I think it's brilliant. I, I really do. I, I'm, I'm interested to come by and, and get a little more of the meat on those bones. Um, so if somebody wanted to contact you in, 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 in a work capacity, do you have a work email? Sure. Yeah, they can contact me at mshoulders0005 at kctcs.edu. Perfect. Um, any final takeaways? Do you have, if, if there's just one thing that you could tell people listening, what would, you, what would you want them to take away? I would say that just because we've always done it that way does not mean that it's the way that we should be doing it. Those are some of the most dangerous words in our profession. We can look at this flipped classroom in a number of different um, settings. There's nursing that does the flipped classroom. I know that Vanderbilt and um, several of the larger universities, they use the flipped classroom in many of their classes. If you see something that will work, try it out, ask around, feel free to pick up the phone and call us. We have a huge network of educators that want to advance education and we want to make it better for the students that we have coming in. Mm -hmm. Because we overall, our profession is, you know, needing providers, quality providers. Yeah. And we need to figure out how we can draw and maintain and then retain all of these uh, future employees. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, thank you so much for coming and talking to me today. Uh, I, I appreciate am it. Aaron Gutzman, and this is the EMS World Podcast slash EMS Garage Podcast. Uh, for more information, uh, click on the site and keep, keep perusing more videos. Thank you.